Hello there, my name is Brad. We are Grace Teaching, and we're on our third teaching on the full armor of God. Um, God's armor, we're calling this. Um, and so we're on uh, Ephesians 6.12. And uh, <clears throat> Ephesians 6.12 is going to tell us, For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against rulers, evil rulers, and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world, and against evil spirits in the heavenly realms. Um, remember, in this world, we all will have pressures. Yes, we're going to have pressures coming at us from every angle, and that's the normal Christian life, to have pressure. I like to say, you know, that anything that pushes us to Christ is a good thing. And so we have to be careful uh, what to call good and what to call bad. We shouldn't, uh, we shouldn't ever say, well, this is good and that's bad. Because if it's, if it's taking us to Christ, it could be God's way of getting us dependent on Christ. So we have to be careful there. Um, also, uh, <clears throat> you know, we will be spat on by others, you know, others. What that means is, you know, family members and friends that we used to run with might just think this whole Jesus thing is too much and they just might not want anything to do with us. Um, anymore and so you know there's that going to happen and probably has happened in your life um, we're going to be harassed um, sometimes harassment just comes from uh, the employer um, or employees you know people that we work with um, when they find out we're Christians um, that happens um, so remember the world is living from the flesh you could be living by the spirit or from the spirit and trusting Christ as your life, bearing his character one day, and then all of a sudden somebody at the workplace just comes and rubs you the wrong way. Well, God can use that. He can use that as a tool. He didn't cause that or, you know, tell that unbeliever to go and mess you up. But keep in mind that he can use that unbeliever that is being directed by evil spirits sometimes, um, or they're just the flesh. Um, and uh, they're persuading, enticing, and tempting people and getting them off Christ. And so that happens. That's happened to me personally, you know, where I've uh, been taken away from Christ and uh, put on them. And so, you know, that's, uh, that's a rough, rough season and rough thing to learn. Um, sometimes we'll be perplexed. You know, all of this is the normal Christian life. And the scripture's telling us that he who began a good work will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. So keep in mind, folks, that we are being discipled. Discipleship is tough because it's causing us to be dependent on Christ. And so <clears throat> sometimes we'll be perplexed. We're going to be like, well, I don't know why this is happening. But it's happening, and so, well, amen. Let it take me to the Lord, okay? Um, there's those seasons where we just don't know what God's up to. You know, but in those times, we need to remember Proverbs 3, 5. Trust in the Lord. Lean not on your own understanding. Sometimes we get angry at situations out of our control. Does that ever happen to you? Are you ever uncomfortable when things are not, or when things are out of your control? Most of us would say yes. But when we're trusting Christ, guess what? We're going to answer differently to that question. You know, we're going to answer, no, I'm not uncomfortable when things are out of my control because I'm not in control. Jesus is. So remember that. And so knock down. Sometimes we'll get knocked down. 
Um, but keep in mind, it's not Jesus. It's not us they uh, necessarily don't like. It's Jesus. Remember, whoever's joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. Okay? So, but remember in those times, whenever we get knocked down by the world, remember the Lord says, I'll never leave you, I'll never forsake you. So let's get up and let's go again. I am always with you. Okay? So the Apostle Peter is going to say, stay alert. You know, the reason why he says that in 1 Peter 5, 8 is we have a great enemy. Um, and so he is, he prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. And uh, we remember Cain and Abel, you know. Cain was persuaded, enticed, and tempted. And he took things into his own hands, you see. And so it wasn't all of Cain's fault there. Remember, Cain was uh, just like Eve. Eve was coached to get off the trusting uh, Christ, and so was Cain. And they both took things into their own hands. David was another one. David was coached by the great enemy. He was persuaded, enticed, and tempted. Um, and he took things into his own hands. He took a man's wife and killed the guy. Um, how horrible is that? I mean, yet, uh, here's a man after God's own heart. Um, and so, keep in mind, though, that, you know, we should never say, Oh, I can't believe they did that or so-and-so did that. Oh, my gosh, can you believe they did that? We should be really careful not to, not to do that because... Pride comes before the fall. And so whenever I say, you know, I would never do that, guess what, folks? Pride just shot up, and guess what? You will do that. In fact, you might do worse. So be careful. So knowing how the enemy works um, in these times will help us live um, over and above um, this great enemy of ours. Um and so keep in mind the great dragon, uh, the ancient serpent called the devil or Satan, the one deceiving the whole world was thrown down to the earth with all his angels. And how is he deceiving the whole earth? How is he, how's, how's, how's he or, uh, deceiving the whole world? Well, he's getting everybody to live independent lives, isn't he? Second Corinthians 11, 2 and 3, Paul says that I promised you as a virgin, um, pure virgin bride, to one husband to Christ but I am concerned that just as Eve was deceived by the cunning one um, your minds might be led astray too from your simple devotion to Christ and so you know that's the way it's going to work the enemy's going to try to get us to live independent lives and you know wherever the thoughts go that's where the emotions go so our thoughts have to be on Christ the uh, writer of Hebrews tells us twice in Hebrews 3, 1, fix your eyes on Jesus. Fix your thoughts on Jesus. Hebrews 12, 2. So keep that in mind. Remember, we have uh, the accuser of the brethren um, that accuses nightly and daily. <clears throat> okay? Revelation 12, 10 says, Then I heard a loud voice shouting across the heavens, It has come at last, salvation and power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of, of his Christ. For for the accuser of our brothers and sisters has been thrown down to earth, the, whole, the one who accuses them before our God day and night. And so, so keep that in mind, that he's uh, constantly accusing us before the Father. But one thing neat about the, having the Holy Spirit in us as our teacher is the Holy Spirit will always teach us the truth and convict us of our righteousness in Christ. 
Remember, God made him who had no sin to be sin for us so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. So when we approach our Heavenly Father, we're not only his friends, we are forgiven. We are right and we are loved unconditionally by him. This has nothing to do with performance or behavior. So remember, Jesus took our sins. Okay? And so we have to remember that grace is trusting Christ. Legalism is a system that says if you obey, then God will love you. Legalism is trying to live the Christian life. Okay? And so the accuser of the brethren, keep in mind the enemy will persuade, entice, and tempt and uh, he uh, injects these thoughts into our minds with first-person singular pronouns, I, me, myself, my, mine. And, uh, you know, be careful and watch out for that. Um, if you're married, you know, you sometimes you'll, it'll pop in there and you'll, you'll say something like, well, I can't believe that she's taking my money and using it for her own personal items, personal. You know, the, the, thing, the truth of the matter is when you're married, there's no such thing as, as I or, or me. It's, it's we, okay? It's ours. Everything becomes one in marriage. Just as the union in Christ, whoever's joined to the Lord is one spirit with him, okay? And so remember, the Holy Spirit, though, is in the body of Christ to convict us of our righteousness in Christ, okay? John 16, 8. So the Holy Spirit will give thoughts to our minds, will also persuade us and portray God as a loving dad, um, and also promotes intimacy with Christ. And so remember the, uh, the great enemy, though, that we're talking about that we have to watch out for will condemn us when we sin. Uh, he'll use false guilt. He'll give thoughts to remind or persuade us. Um, he'll uh, portray God as an un unfair tyrant. He uh, promotes terror of God. And so the Apostle Paul, again, was deeply concerned when he writes 2 Corinthians 11, 2 and 3. Um, I mentioned this earlier, but he says, I'm jealous for you with the jealousy of God himself. I promised you as a pure bride to one husband, Christ, but I fear that somehow your pure and undivided devotion to Christ will be corrupted, just as the evil is deceived by the cunning ways of the serpent. So keep in mind, folks, the accuser, the great enemy, has one goal, and that is to get us to live independent lives, okay? And so we want to avoid that and stay on Christ and trust Him today. God bless.